following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radioland. Oh, hey, we're on. Hey, greetings, salutations, hello. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radioland. From the home office in Memphis, Tennessee, episode number 407. Yes, excuse me, I'm all snotty and weird. We had uh, we had some storms that blew through here uh, last Friday, uh, which was, what was that uh, Friday the, uh, what is today? Is that, is today's, the, today's the 12th, that's the date of production here. We had, we had storms coming through here the 10th. Uh, late Friday night into Saturday morning, it was devastating, absolutely devastating. Uh, there were some 30-something tornadoes in this area alone here in the middle of the country. And uh, the people over, there were uh, some places over in northeast Arkansas got hit really bad. Uh, Missouri, uh, Illinois, Kentucky, there was, God, there was just all sorts of devastation, uh, including uh, western Tennessee, which is where, we, of course, we are, and uh, some parts of north Mississippi. It was bad. It was it was intense. Um, there was like these like three separate waves that came through, and um, the first one was the intense one, and it was ahead of a cold front. And Friday, the the high here was like eighty something degrees. It was it was weird, and then it got really cold, and then the well not the cold came later, but it, you know when you have cold air coming in with this hot air, you got an unstable atmosphere. Look at me, sound all meteorological and shit. Uh, and it was just it was intense. These storms were massive, and uh, there was one, one. There was one tornado that was sort of spotted near where 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 this studio is, and it didn't touch down here, thank God. And then uh, moved along, and stayed on one of them. There was a tornado that stayed on the ground for some three hundred and seventy miles or some shit. It was in, it was insane, and uh, you know it came, it went, it rained a bunch. You know, it's like three or four in the morning, Saturday morning, and a lot of lightning, and some of it was real close. That was that's always fun. Scares the crap out of everybody in the house. And usually when that happens, you know, you have a, a lovely day after that atmosphere-wise, aside from all the de- de- destruction and, and, and the mayhem and the chaos that, 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 that these things create. Um, and we were fortunate here in the middle of all this that uh, we never lost power here, which was something a lot of, a lot of my neighbors did. Some are still without power, so that's a, that's, that kind of sucks. But that's just kind of how that is. But typically what happens is, you know, it kind of cleans the air. But along with this front, blew in all sorts of crazy shit. And I've been sneezing. And I woke up this morning just sneezing my ass off. And it's like, it wasn't that way yesterday. Uh, but it is today. I've been blowing my nose all day long. And I don't know. I, it's the vid. You got the vid, bro. No, I don't have the vid. I just, but I tell you, though, when you sneeze or cough in public, you want to talk about an attention getter. It used to be, you know, you would go to um, a wedding or a wedding reception, and if you wanted to say something, you would take your, you know, you'd take your fork or your spoon, and you'd be, you know, tapping the glass, and people go, okay, somebody wants to speak. Um, it's odd that I happen to have a spoon and a glass in here, but that's that. I just got lucky there. Nowadays, just cough openly. Yeah, that'll, that'll sneeze into your arm, and it's like, oh, oh, look out, it's the plague. No, you know, we're all a little, all a little sensitive to this. We're all a little tired of the vid. It'll be, it'll be good when it's finally behind us. That's, uh, that's a, that's a good thing. So we can do that if we just, you know, 
keep doing what we're doing. God, I know, man, we are all just tired of hearing about it. We're tired of dealing with it, tired of, you know, thinking about it. But uh, that's not what this show's about. So thank God uh, we're going to take a little break from that. But I just, it was just a little observation on my, on my part. But yeah, it's uh, whatever blew in, blew some dust or dirt or whatever. And boy, it has been a, a sneeze fest around here. And I don't know how one human being can create that much snot. I guess I'm well hydrated. That's a good thing. Got to stay hydrated. You got to you got to get to keep the fluid in. You got to keep the water going cuz you know, you, you never know when something like that happens. But uh yeah, we were we the wife and I uh, we went and had lunch and um went out running around. We went to a bunch of stores and stuff and did things and you know, all of that. So uh so there. Enough of that. That's all weird personal stuff. It makes no difference. It's, you know, it's what it is. Um Right on, Target. By the way, bait and switch much? Yeah, y'all need to cut that out. It happens far too frequently. Uh, we'll pause. Uh, we'll come back. <laughs> what, are you, what are you on about there, Rick? Uh, when we come back, uh, when I want to get into something that I've something I've noticed. I think that uh, we all have as well. Uh, and uh, it's, you know, it's about the web, of course, because we talk a lot about the internet here and the things that go on online. And we'll get into all of that and uh, a bit more. So uh, stick around, will you? We'll be back just after this brief little thing, deal, spot, thing whatever life can be full of risks one thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance if you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it we specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it we have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental vision and prescription drugs don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-668-0042. That's 800-668-0042. The internet sure is a fun place, isn't it? Boy, howdy. Is it, uh, is it an interesting space? You know, when we all first got onto the thing, which really wasn't all that long ago, you know, mid nineties, I guess is about the time most of us really became a little more mainstream attracted to what the internet had to offer. It was something, wasn't it? We were, uh, we were inundated with everything and the possibilities were so fun. And then, uh, as you know, as time goes on, the way we use the, 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 the whole thing, it was the information superhighway. Which is really kind of true if you think about it, um, and it uh, it was also this uh, um, you know the world wide web whatever whatever conversation you wanted to carry with anybody in the world you could you still can of course, and it uh, it was it was interesting because we uh, we we found that we could we could read about things you know we could we could learn things, um, you know news became something that was you know right there immediately on the spot there it was. You didn't have to wait until the evening news. There was the birth of the 24-hour news cycle, which is, you know, it's a thing that we all have still trying to wrap our heads around because, you know, we, we need things now. It's, there's, not an, there's not a shortened attention span. I believe that. I believe that to be a fact that our attention spans have not gotten any shorter. Some people seem to think that's the case, but it's not. I think we are 
so uh, so determined to find out things now. We want to know what's now. We want to know what's coming down the road. It has nothing to do with an attention span because if you find yourself uh, delving deep into a particular topic, like you know, you hear the term the rabbit hole. You know, we go down rabbit holes all the time. That that is, if you had a short attention span, that rabbit hole wouldn't be very deep. But there it is. There are times when we all spend hours upon hours going through YouTube videos and just having a having a large time. And that can be fun. It really can. And it can be entertaining and it can be educational. And that's a, that's that's an important distinction to make. Uh, and then along, of course, came social media and really turned everything on its ear, didn't it? It made things interesting, to say the least. We were still all trying to wrap our heads around with just how all this thing was supposed to work. And, you know, we look at it. And you look at it now. And it is so different, isn't it? It's just vastly different than the way it was. It was so innocent when it started. <laughs> and now it is not. The kids were all over Facebook. And then we all grew up. And now it's old people book. It's kind of what it is. It's That's the way the kids refer to it. And if you go through it, you'll see what I'm talking about. Because there's not, there's not, any, there's not any young people up there. It's all it's it's all boomer stuff. It's 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 that in the forgotten generation, and they're they're bitching about their sciatica, or they're sharing quotes from the Bible, or they're you know asking for prayers, or begging for money, or hey, check out the uh, check out what I'm doing for dinner, and uh, all I need now is my starch, and we're good to go. You know, it's it's it, it's it's like the people that that get onto Facebook at night and go, well, uh, good night everybody, I'm going to bed. Like, like okay. Go for it. That's not quite how it's designed, but that's what's going on. And you wonder why the kids are sitting there and go, oh, you people. Oh, look at what, what is this all about? And so they have left there and, of course, have gone on to the, the, the big gorilla in the room, which is TikTok. <clears throat> and, and that is interesting. That's for sure. Uh, Radio Memphis has a TikTok page. Um, I've dabbled with it a bit. Uh, Jen is uh, is is our I guess our social media individual when it comes to that, and she's been uh, you know because it's like with a radio station, what do you tape? You know, but it turns out there is a few things because there's people in the room. They were having conversations. We're having a good time, and sometimes people want to see what they're listening to, and that's that's all well and good. But I've noticed something, and maybe you have too. That with here as we as we wrap up the year 2021 and everything that came with it and which really is the baggage of 2020, really I mean it was you know we were we were coming out it was a change of administration in the in the government, which was just a fascinating thing to witness and then there was of course the pandemic, you know COVID 19 started December. 31st basically maybe before then of 2019 that's 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 when that happened and we've been dealing with this now for basically two years and that news has been everywhere and our approach to the way we consume things online has been changed in a really way a weird way it is it appears to me that our use of the internet has become so uh so narrow does that make sense? It's gotten, I mean, yeah, there's still all of those things that are out there. We, we go to, a, you know, the, we used to go to these millions of sites and we'd have fun and we'd read and play games and do all sorts of crazy stuff. And now on, if you look at it on a day-to-day basis, which you do, 
you know, most everybody's online, uh, you know, because we carry the damn thing with us in the pocket. You know, it's on our phone. It's everywhere we are. And we find ourselves using such small amounts of the Internet, but in such big ways. And that's, I think, a, uh, a something to consider when you look at the way things happen, the way things we, you know, I mean, look, take a little inventory. You know, if you're an average individual, you're you're probably only hitting like uh, you probably only frequent maybe what three sites, four sites, perhaps. So that would include your social media. So if you've got, say, Facebook, you're, you're going to be all up in that. Uh, maybe Instagram, uh, Twitter. It's an interesting one. Uh, YouTube, of course, which is social media, even though they got rid of the dislike thing, which I thought was kind of weird. But, you know, hey, teach their own. And uh, uh, and uh, so you got Reddit's another one. And then you got your news services. And then and, and, and I'm not going to count net Netflix because. Yeah, it's technically online and you're streaming it, but it, it's not. You're not necessarily using that as as you're just you know. Hey, you got thirty minutes to kill. You're waiting on something. You're doing some work or something in your you're in your email. You're and it's it's so it's so there's a there's a routine here, and the usage of the internet has become focused. Um, Amazon, of course, is the big gorilla in the room when it comes to retail because that's that's the whole thing. You know, you're out there. It's like you're you're out there running your errands, right? You go out like like the wife and I did. We went and had lunch today. We're out running around. We got we got some things we need to pick up, and we wound up going to uh, an Asian market for some vegetables because they have a good deal on that uh, and uh, some other things. And then we wound up over at Target getting a couple of things, and we wound up going to uh, to our run of the, our everyday grocery store and you know stocking up. That's what you do. And there, you know, you're you're talking and you're thinking, man, I, I need to see if they've got this or that and the other. And, it, and the first thing that pops into your head is that when you see something, you go, oh well, shit, I could just get that on Amazon. It'd be a lot cheaper there. So immediately that that there's that thought. It's always nagging on and nagging at you that it's not necessarily that that visceral feeling of uh, immediate gratification of a purchase. That's that's how that's changed. Boy, that's that's a thing. Because remember, there was a time when you might be sitting at home and you go, "Wow, I need to go get something, whatever that something is," and you know where that something is. It may be a hardware store. It may be over at a at a just a general goods store like Target or Walmart or wherever. And and now you're thinking, "I'm just gonna hop online and I'll wait when I could use it like right now." <laughs> but you do find yourself waiting a little bit. So that attention span thing—that's that's part of the argument there. But what we're seeing even now is a thinning of this. At least in my perspective, it seems that way. Uh, a lot of people, of course, have gotten off of cable television because there's, there's just nothing there, quite frankly. I mean, you know, what really, you know, anything that you want to watch is, is technically online, even though I didn't count that into this discussion, but that's just it. And online, we're dealing with our retail, our social media, and our news. That's that's kind of where it's at now really is part of your life that is that is that about it could be that's you know that's so we're sort of joined at the hip at this whole thing but there's no competition that's the funny thing about the internet is that there really isn't some people would like to think that there was competition out there and and in some i guess in some capacity or some uh, retail capacity there might be, oh, we're competing against Amazon or we're competing against Walmart or we're competing against this, that, the other. 
but in reality, we're really not. We look at the internet as its whole thing. You know, wherever it is that you go is certainly your own business, but it's its whole thing. We compared for years. We compared what we saw online to way it, it it has existed in the real world. The old brick and mortar idea, if you know what I'm saying. And the attitudes of people have changed some as well because we're looking at something quite quite interesting. With uh, say, let's say let's, let's use Facebook as as an example. It has turned into this weird strange dystopian little world it's always been like that it's just a little more obvious you know what i mean and there's more and more people that are getting off of it i was i was thinking of about a friend of mine i haven't spoken with in a long time and i thought well let me let me see what's happening so i just pick up my phone and and uh i searched him out in in the in the in the book and he's not there anymore i said well there you go he's gotten off he's gotten off the line i mean i got his phone number i could call probably will at some point but still uh, that's kind of what's happening. There's just now this little bit of a pullback, and a lot of that comes from what social media companies have done, what they're trying to do with our identities, and that's the scary thing. So really the immediate thing that you want to do is just pull out of that. Makes perfect sense. Just pull yourself out of it. I probably would if it, were, if it weren't for the business that I'm in. Even then, I don't really spend that much time in social media because of that, because there's nothing there. It's all just tumbleweeds and dead cactus. You know, you 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 scroll through the, this whole doom scrolling thing. You scroll through these feeds as though you're walking through some vast wasteland and there's bits of evidence that humans were actually here. There's just detritus. There's just garbage and it's everywhere. And there's zero redemption to it. And I think we're starting to see societies in general, communities for sure, going, eh, it's not my thing. Now, it is what you make of it, of course. You know, you can create your own online communities, yeah, without a doubt. And you can have it focused on certain elements of your life. What You know, maybe it's a hobby or, or it's a type of music that you like to share with other people. Whatever the case is, you can create that. But it, all of a sudden, it, it becomes added to the ditris in a weird way. And you you begin to lose, you know, the touch of the reality of the reason why you were there in the first place, if that makes sense. Because everything, so, you know, you got to remember the way, the way Facebook has always operated, the way a lot of social media operates is that if, let's just say you have a thousand friends, a thousand people in your little community, and that you all kind of ideally are, are chatting and carrying on various conversations. And if you want to get a message out to all 1,000 of those people, Facebook all of a sudden says, oh, wait, hold up. You can't do that. I know they're your friends and all, but uh, you want to talk to them through our platform, it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you some money. It's 5 10 20 bucks to speak to the whole thing. They hold they hold your people hostage. And when people started figuring that out, their, their immediate response was, well, fuck this. It's time to go somewhere else. And so there there came Instagram. And what happened? Instagram got bought by Facebook. So there's that. <laughs> and Twitter, they're sort of the same way. Not as bad, but they, they're just, you know, Twitter's Twitter. Twitter is just the, it's a it's a blowtorch of just hatred, toxicity. It, it's so, it, it's fun to, to go through. I use it differently than most. I may have mentioned it before in front of, front of certain I have that I use it to, with, to follow all the major news sources. So I just, when I scroll through that, that I can get kind of an idea of what's going on. And usually there's a link to a story if I want to learn more because, you know, 200-something characters is only going to carry you so far. 
And what's really amusing is to open up the tweet and then look at the responses. That's where the fire is. And man, there are some, there are some, um, there's some ugly things that get said in there. And it's fascinating to me because this is the type of toxicity. These are the types of conversations that occur only in that environment. If you were to put those same people in a room together, chances are no one's going to say the hateful shit that they say that they can get away with on on the on the fake uh, bravery that is the keyboard. It really is. That's why in all my social media, I use my own name, not to not to prevent me from saying really hateful stuff, because if I've got an opinion, I will share it uh, or if if I deem it necessary to the conversation, you know, if it's going to further the conversation, perhaps I will say something, you know. Um, but like I said, we all use it very differently and we've seen this, at least I have this weird absence of a lot of folk because like when you look and say, well, everybody's over at TikTok now. Okay, great. So you go and you, you peruse through TikTok and it's, it's, it's a fantasy land. It is such an odd fantasy land. It's fascinating. It's entertaining. Sure. I get the appeal of it. I really do. Um, I, I have to question what some folk might find to be entertaining or not. I'm not quite sure, but there is that. Uh, but those are just, those are just opinions and it's not, it's not an age thing. I, cause you know, my friends will tell me, they go, Oh, well, you're just in the wrong demographic. Uh, maybe, maybe not. You know, um, I mean, we were all kids at one point. You know, that's the whole thing. We were all teenagers at one point. And, you know, we did. We glommed on to the next greatest thing. And and nowadays, excuse me, there is uh, the, the whole notion of being able to share every given second of every given moment at any given time happening right now. Whether it contributes to the benefit of society or not is beyond me. And I and I have a sneaking suspicion that it doesn't. That's <laughs> that's that's part of it. It's, it's, it is, you know, my wife will often peruse through and and one question is that she has is why do people post the things that they post, you know, when it really doesn't, no one really cares, you know, they, they, I guess it's because it's people reaching out to other people. That's the whole point of being, you know, of having social media and the idea now that everybody carries a camera around and they can, they can show these things and they can see the videos and, and it's, I've made this analogy before. It's that notion when I was growing up is that when a neighbor had, a neighbor had taken his family on vacation, they came back with their slides. Remember slides? And they would set up the projector and they'd have you over for dinner and everybody's eating, you know, the kids are playing in the yard and it's at nighttime. It's a summer thing. And we're eating cheeseburgers and drinking sodas and stuff. And then the the adults are in there looking at slides of their vacation. And it was like, it, it was, it's still sort of that. Hey, look, here we are at, at the Grand Canyon. Here we are at uh, blah, 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 blah. And and Facebook, it just it kind of does that, but it's instead of being invited to it, it's just there. It's just it just shows up. And it's and it's a weird psychological twist that we I guess we partly feel uh, that we're not connected until we can start sharing our lives with other people. And that's very legitimate. I get that. Uh, the problem, I think, that occurs, and I think part of the reason why People are abandoning some of the social media is that we're finding that we're having to share our, ourselves with strangers that we may not want them to be aware of. 
you know, or it's, it doesn't really matter to them. Why would they care? You know, uh, it's, it's, it, I don't know. It's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to, to really put into words, quite frankly, because I think we're at this point, I think we're at this point in, in the history of social media, at least that eventually we're all just going to be tired of one aspect of it, you know, and maybe not the entire thing, but one aspect of it. And we're seeing that now. And everybody just kind of says, okay, screw it. We're done. I'm going to hang it up and go somewhere else. You know, we, we watched the, uh, uh, the last administration when Donald Trump got kicked off of all of social media for saying the hateful shit that he was saying. I know it's not a very popular thing for some people, but I don't care, but that's exactly what happened. And then there was this big, this big uh, clamor to arms about, oh, it's censorship. It's, it's, it's violating of his first amendment. It's not. It wasn't. There was this thing called a terms of service that when you sign up to use these things, you have to go with. And they finally got it through their heads that that's what was going on. And they were like, well, fine, fuck you. We'll just start our own. And what happened? Nothing. It just, it, it, who wants to sit in an echo chamber? You know, part of the part of the point of discourse between human beings is having a difference of opinion. That's what makes it work, right? You know, you have to go into every conversation with somewhat of an open mind, you do your best you can, but we're we're inundated now with people that are that are trying to spell out false narratives and things that aren't necessarily true that become this. Okay, why are we having this conversation? Type of moment. It's like, or you know, you look at it and go, "Wow, you really are kind of dumb." You don't have to say it, but that's that's what it is. So what's what what's next? That's that begs the question. Where where do we go from here on this? If all this is is just garbage and ditches and tumbleweeds and dead cactus, then what's next for us? What happens? Nothing will really change. It will, you know, Facebook is not going to go away. Not anytime soon. It'll always be what it is. I mean, Zuckerberg's trying this whole meta thing, which you know, if it, I, I don't know exactly what's going on with that. I don't really care if, if it's just him trying to get more into the minds of his people, then I guess that's what it's part of his business model. I can choose to participate or not. We'll, we'll just see what happens. But uh, there's always going to be that that weird little world, that weird pocket of the, of the universe that will surround itself around this uh, this notion of social media. You have to have it. it it's almost as if we've been programmed for it, but in all reality, it's not the case, you know? Yeah, every once in a while, I'll, I'll meet people, and I'll, I'll say, well, hey, you know, I, I'll tell them, you can find me anywhere, I'm online, blah, blah, blah. And you'll see, well, well, all I have is a phone number. And that's that's a trend. These are minimalist folk, and I admire them. I think that's I think that's wonderful. They have chosen to live their lives as far away from social media as, as, as possible. And that's good. And when and when they ask you, hey, what what what's there? And you say oh, nothing. You're not missing anything. You're not missing a damn thing. It uh, just re- was it recently? A couple of months ago, three months ago, there was the big Facebook outage, and it was down for several hours, and people were kind of amused because they were headed over to other social media platforms. If that had happened within what the first. I don't know the the right right the beginning of the heyday for Facebook. There would have been abject panic in the streets because of the commitment that people had had given and had donated to Facebook, a commitment of their time, their screen time, and and their thoughts and what they liked and what they shared, and and the you know, the world stops around them for them to to keep up with the Joneses. That's an issue, 
And that's what social media had fostered to the point where now people are starting to back off of that a little. I'm starting to see that. And it is a bit of a wasteland. Newton Menno was was correct about television back in the 50s by saying that it was nothing more than a vast wasteland. That's what he referred to television as. A, look up the speech. Uh, he was speaking, of, I believe it was to the FCC about it, saying that television was and has become a vast wasteland. Just search that out. Go to Here we are back online. Uh, head over to Google and search television a vast wasteland and you'll or the Newton Menno speech and you'll you, you can you can read it and it's a fascinating read because it's very timely even though it was you know 60 years ago it's still a thing <laughs> you just apply that point of view to what we're looking at right now the internet for the most part is a vast wasteland it's sad to say even though here we all are you know oh ricky say that you know but dear but i'm listening to you online you got a radio, internet radio station you do youtube stuff you do all this you know all online well, yes, I understand that point of view, and you have every right to make that argument. My counter to that is, quite simply, that I'd like to be one of the spots somewhere online that isn't. That's the key. If I can find myself in a position where I can create content that is, you know, interesting or amusing or informative and, you know, return the value of knowledge back to where it's supposed to be, then that's great. Look, cat videos and boobs are great. Fantastic. I don't have a problem with any of that. But you got to have some type of redeeming quality to it. I mean, good God almighty, you go through a Reddit post and somebody has posted some stupid question and, and the next thing you see is an answer to it. And you read through that answer and you go, wow, well, that's enough internet for the day. I think I'm going to turn it off and uh, go for a walk because that that that's certainly a thing as well but that's the beauty of it we all have that opportunity to take a look at whatever it is that's there and we just go with it and, and make make it happen you know if if we find ourselves in any other position then we'd have to we'd have to question our own existence about it right you know we'll be fine with or without it because quite frankly it's all here to stay Hi, this is Reverend Oma with the Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop. We have a huge selection of spiritual supplies and gifts for whatever your path or practice. We stock hundreds of gemstones and specimens and carry a variety of beautifully crafted gemstone jewelry starting at just $10. Our talented staff offer tarot readings, aura and chakra analysis, and sound baths. Book your appointment or shop online at thebroomclosetmemphis.com or visit our shop in downtown Memphis at 552 South Main. Come to the Broom Closet and let us help you light your path. Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom! Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radio Land with Rick Cheddar. I'm often asked, uh, since I've been doing it, the morning show at Radio Memphis, uh, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central Time, radio-memphis.com, Monday through Friday, LJ and I. Uh, how is it that we're able to do that? Because it's it's a news-based type thing. What all are we looking at? Where do we find the stories that we get into? Because they're really weird. And it, you know you don't have to go far, thanks to the web. It's all right there. But what I have noticed is that we... we we treat it along the same lines as the way it's done 
uh, online itself. You know, you, you get the facts, you move along, we chew on it, have a bit of fun, and then move along. Not often do we get down into the details. And maybe, maybe I'll pick something from this past week, we'll run this week, and delve into the real details of it, the real meat and potatoes of it. You know what we're going to find when we do that sort of thing? We're going to find just how horrific things really are. For previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com. To download episodes to your mobile device, search the show in iTunes, player.fm, stitcher.com, Pocket Cast, or tune in. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. There you go. You heard what's coming up next time on the program uh, as we uh, make our way through the end of this year. And it begs the question, what have we learned? Have we learned anything? I don't know that we have, quite frankly. Um, we've all we've learned that it was a little bit better than 2020. There's that. <laughs> well, not by much, but it it certainly uh, certainly was a little bit better. Uh, we're trying to uh, I, I don't know, kind of keep our keep our collective acts together without losing a problem. You know, a problem without losing our minds. Oh, no, because I just saw something here. It says here the internet has a rat poison problem, whatever. I don't know what that is. It's down that rabbit hole. I'll be here all night. I, but, but I don't have time for all that because, you know, I got things to do. As do you, you know. But I do appreciate you spending the time uh, listening to this uh, nonsense from time to time. We've got some fun things that are coming up, too. So uh, be mindful of that. This, is, uh, this has been done on a Sunday. I'm about to get out of here. Head down to the studio where uh, tonight we've got some live music with... Uh, Vinnie Martone and Julia Salah tonight. Uh, it'll be live 8 p.m. Central, going to about the 11 o'clock hour, if you happen to catch it at that time here on this uh, 12th day of the month of December. And uh, we'll go from there. In the meantime, you can always find uh, find me back on the air uh, on weekday mornings, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, Central time. Uh, following that will be uh, the uh, the heavyweight chumps with uh, Maddox and Thunder Cookies having a big old time over there. So turn into that show. That goes from uh, 2 to 7, I think. Six, two to six, yeah, two to six, and then uh, you know all sorts of the usual frivolity that is around the radio station. Be to be listening, you're going to be hearing some more about uh, what we're doing with uh, Feed the Blues. It's still a thing that's going to go on through till further notice. You know, like we did last year, we didn't didn't think it was going to last that long, but there again, we didn't have these thoughts about uh, the vid either. So uh, so such as that. All right. In the meantime, uh, y'all take care of yourselves, take care of one another, and uh, God for some guys, stop shooting each other. All right. I'm Rick Cheddar, and this has been from Radio Land. Rick Cheddar from Radio Land is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For more, go to radio-memphis.com.